hosts Amber and Grace and you're tuned into Midnight Truths. Right, so we've seen a lot of your personal experiences. Why? They were all a bit wild, like a bit wild, they but we love that. That's what we're here for. We're yeah. here for the wildness. So we thought that in today's episode, for the first episode, we're going to tell you our terrible personal experiences, whether that's relationships, whether that's travels, we got it. And we're going to tell you. So, Amber, do you want to start? Yeah, why not? Brilliant. Let's do this. I mean, before I start, I just want to say thank you to everyone who filled out our survey. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We've yeah. got so much content coming because of you lot. We Honestly, really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Right, so let's get going. Let's, let's get into it. <laughs> um, so, it happened a few years back. Right. And it all started in Malaysia. Jesus. A bit of context. I went travelling on my own for about six months and I was halfway through my travels and everything was lovely jubbly until Malaysia right so it was 150 pounds to get a flight mm. or it was like what 10 pounds to get a coach I would definitely get the coach yeah so I did that it was probably about like a seven hour journey from Singapore to Malaysia and I got to my hostel and I thought everything was okay like yeah really? I made it I made it to the <laughs> country and this is where it turned left. This is this is where I turned left and then right and then left and then <laughs> up down zigzag. <laughs> so the receptionist asked me for my passport as they do, and usually you find it within like the what the first thirty seconds. Oh god! It'd been like five minutes, and you just couldn't. I find couldn't it. find it. Jesus! I looked in my bag, my backpack, everywhere you could possibly think of, and well, after that five minutes, I just came to the conclusion that I had lost my passport and. You're never gonna see it again. Never gonna see it again. That's that. Yeah. Um, called up my insurance company. They said go to the British Embassy. Went there. They said to me, "Well, you have two options. You can either buy a whole brand new passport for like a hundred and seventy pounds, mm. or you can get an emergency passport." But that wasn't an option because I couldn't get into other countries with it, and right. I had like five other countries to go to. I see. Um, so I had to buy a brand new passport, go through the whole process as well. Of sending it back. Sending it back to London and getting, I think it's a declaration signature when someone has known you for longer than two years and... They're in a good profession. Yeah. Or good, whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not like family or friends. They're, they have like, yeah. Um, so my mum got her friend to sign it for me. And my mum even called up the British government mm. and they said, well, she just has to, like, negotiate a price with them. What? They didn't help at this all This government either. is trash. I know, honestly, <laughs> useless. So I ordered a brand new passport and that was supposed to take, what, four to six weeks? Oh, God. I was only supposed to mil- be in Malaysia for two weeks. I was there for a whole five weeks. Oh, my God. I was... Lucky, though, because my passport only took, what, two weeks to get to me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Some good news. Well, no. No, no, no. Sorry. It took about three weeks. Okay. Because I was there for five but that's weeks. still that's still better than yeah. the whole six weeks that it's supposed to take. Basically. Um, so I got my passport back eventually. A brand new passport. I thought it would be a bit cheeky to get a jumbo passport. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to the immigration services so I could get an exit visa. Right. I go there and 
I'm there for about an hour trying to find my way around. Absolutely chaotic. There's no cues. There's no one telling you what to do. I don't. They don't really understand English. I don't understand Malay. Two and two are not going together right now. Mm-hmm. So I just walked to the front. I'm like, listen, this is what's happened to me. I need to get my exit visa. And so he's like tapping away on his computer trying to find me. <laughs> and I'm like, is everything okay? He's like, one second. And then he comes back after like five minutes. And obviously I knew things weren't right. Mm. He comes back and he tells me, well, you're not on our system. Mm. The last time you were here, what we have in our, in our register is that you were here two years ago. When you were doing volunteering. Yeah, exactly. Right. I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm here right now. What What's going on? He said, well, we don't have you in our system and you can either pay £500... Oh, my God. ...to um, be re-registered. I genuinely think he was trying to bribe me. Yeah, because you're from the UK. I think I should have been like, no, I'll pay, like... 200 pounds <laughs> I, sh- I should have been in that mental mentality of you just want to leave so yeah. let me just yeah or he said you can go back to where you came from right like the border and you can go to the immigration services there I see so I did that and I went to two immigration services whilst I was there the first one I went to said we can't help you come back in two days Myth. I was like no I want to leave now I've been in this country for too long so they said you can go to these immigration service um so I went there but even getting there was a whole mission the taxi driver the first taxi driver took me to the wrong place mm. I didn't even realize until I'd gotten out and then the second driver had insisted that I paid more than we, like, what is agreed this thing? on. What is this thing about being from the UK where people think that we're so rich? I get it, but we're broke. We're broke. So the third immigration services that I went to, they almost didn't let me in. Why? It's like God was saying to me, Amber, you're not leaving this country. Oh, I'm God. not letting you out. You're staying here. Um, it was because I was wearing shorts. But it's really hot. My knees were open, but then this lady comes out of nowhere and she brings me this really long skirt. And I put I put it on over my shorts and I go in there and I'm like, I'm getting out of this country now. <laughs> I go in there, there's a big fat queue. I'm like, I'm not waiting here. 100%. So I storm to the front and I'm like, listen, this is what's happened to me. I lost my passport. I need an exit visa. And then they say to me, we can't help you. And so what they, are you here for? Exactly. Why are you open? <laughs> they said, well, you can go back to your country. How do you want me to do that if no one's, no one's going to give me an exit visa? And then they start laughing in my face, Grace. No, that would get on my damn nerves. They start laughing in my face and I'm starting to get all teary. 100%. The emotion. Oh my gosh. Don't disrespect I me. I was... And I'm, I look like an idiot as well. <laughs> <laughs> I wear this long ass skirt up, like over my shorts and everyone's, everyone in there is staring at me. Because you're obviously not from there. It makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I leave. I've got... No one's helping me. I'm told I'm supposed to go back to my country, even though I don't have an exit visa. Right. So I go back to the the first, no, the second one that said, come back in two days. Right. And I, I say to them, listen, I've been here for five weeks and here's evidence I haven't overstayed my stay because mm-hmm. he had like a, I think it's a three month stay without a visa right. in Malaysia. So I've obviously only been there for about five weeks. And 
I was like, I need to get out of here because no one's helping me. 100%. You need to help me because this is what you're here for. 100%. So she says, okay, go go over there, wait, whatever. Five minutes later, someone comes out, I'm Amelia's king. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, thank God. Um, they walk me through the office and they take me to the chief immigration officers, officer offices. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And then he says, well, do you have any evidence? And I'm like, no, because I came here through coach. You're the one who should have evidence. Yeah, because obviously the system was down. He's like, well, you should have come to us first. And there's not much we can do, but there is one option. Oh, God, I'm scared. He then says to me, so you have to leave the country within two weeks. Oh, that ain't too bad. Yeah, but you have to pay £70 and you can't come back for the next five years. (gasps) You're going to be blacklisted. (gasps) But it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's Corona I'm, times. I'm not going back to that country anyway. Yeah, it's Corona times. We ain't going nowhere. Uh-uh. No one's going nowhere. We're stuck here, guys. Yeah, so We're in prison. Officially blacklisted from Malaysia. Jesus. Well, how many years you got left? What, about 18? Two years, maybe? Just two years left. That's fine. Yeah, it's calm. Right. <laughs> but I'm still, good. the experience, the emotions, that ain't it. Yeah. Like, the uncertainty. No one wants to go travelling by themselves. Mm-hmm. With so much uncertainty. Uh-huh. No mum. Mm-hmm. No dad. Mm-hmm. Budget money. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not here for it. Uh, luckily enough, I actually knew someone who lived out there. So she helped me. That You're so lucky. Yeah. Only you and it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I met her when I went like volunteering. Right. See? But so you got connections. Exactly. <laughs> I got like worldwide connections. But, but um, well, guys. Amber's blacklisted from Malaysia. Uh-huh. That's her terrible experience. But we'll be right back with my experience. It's a bit sad, but it's all right. We come back stronger, we're bigger and better. Right, so we're back. I'm now gonna tell you my personal experience. And I'm ready. It's a it's a it's a heartbreak. It's not that sweet, but but we're good. Like forgiveness is important, and I feel like just a little disclaimer. There's no hard feelings, no aminosity. Mm-hmm. If I catch you on the road, it's different. All right, <laughs> Jake. <it. laughs> right. So yeah. Well, I just want to also make it clear that if there's any youngsters listening to this, don't be in a relationship when you're young. Like, I'm just saying that from the Mm get-go. If you're young and you're below the age of 15, don't be in a relationship. Just be friends, you know? Just be friends with someone. Uh Uh-huh. Don't you agree? Yeah. Like, I know know if someone told me that I was 15, I'd be like... What do Uh they know? Yeah, Yeah. cool. (laughs) I get it. But I'm saying from personal experience, if you're below the age of 15, do not be in a relationship. We are not mentally or physically or emotionally prepared for that encounter. Listen to Auntie Grace, everyone. Listen to me, guys. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Right, so, yeah, I'm just saying that. Get a hobby. Get a hobby. Do something that you enjoy. Find yourself. Like, make yourself happy. That's what we need. I feel like there's so many youngsters spend their time being so consumed in relationships, but it's facts. You're right. It's facts. Right, let's go into my story now. (laughs) So, it started off in... I want to say year eight. I feel a bit ashamed. But year, year eight. eight. Wow. Right. Don't feel ashamed. No, because it's just like... Uh, and I wouldn't give it that advice now. It is looking back. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's But what... it's fine. It happened. Whatever. Cool. Yeah. So, 
but the events that took place, we were always a bit... Mm, bit yeah, it was bit, always bit, a bit like, uh, what's yeah. going on? Yeah, a bit toxic. Just not for what a young student in secondary school should yeah, be exactly. going through. Uh-huh. Right, so then the events took place in the first year of college. So I think I was around 16 at the time. Oh, sorry, let me put two in together. From year eight... To the first year of college. Yeah, it was a long. You, it was a, a. It was a. It was a series of of, of unfortunate events uh-huh. for a very long time. <laughs> okay. Let's just put it like that. Um, and so it was the beginning of college, and he's the person I was with. I'm gonna call them. What name should we call them? Um, I don't know. Let's call him Harry. Harry. Let's call him okay. Harry. Let's call him Harry. You right, Harry? <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Um, yeah, so it was the beginning of college and Harry started to see this girl and she was his friend. But I was just like, well, this doesn't really add up to me. Uh-uh. But at the time I was like, well, you know, I'm going to listen to you. You tell me nothing's happening, so nothing's happening. Cool. But you know you have the intuition in yourself where it's like yeah. th- two and two is mm-hmm. making five. It's mm-hmm. not adding up. Yeah. Right. So they would always chill and they would always do things. And I would just be at home like, well... Wait, so hold on a second. You would be at home and he would be Just chilling. out, yeah, with his friends. Friends. Nah. Nah, right, cool. Red flag should have been going up. It was, there, that's yeah. the thing that I was feeling that. But then it's like, well, you know, you've got to take someone's word. Yeah. Why would someone do you wrong? Why uh-huh. is someone going to hurt you? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? You yeah. claim you love someone. You don't love uh-huh. someone. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Right, so that happened. And then things just started to not add up and... I think at the time what had happened was the girl's very close friend had messaged Harry and told Harry that if Harry does not tell me what is going on between them two, the friend would tell me. Oh my So gosh. Harry was like, you know what, nah, I gotta tell her because it will look bad if it's from the friend. Da, 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 da. <gasps> what we happened to find out was Harry was taking multiple trips to the girl's house. Uh, should we give this girl a name as well? Let's call her Penelope. Penelope? No, not, <laughs> Pen- not Penelope. That's a nice name. Um, what are we going to call her? Well, I gave him Harry. Harry. Um, Rebecca. Harry and Rebecca. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah. cool. So Harry and Rebecca had actually happened to have been seeing each other like that. Like that? Like, like that. that. Right. So, and we weren't really, like... I don't think at the time we were we were as good as we had ever been. Like well, You things, and Harry. Me and Harry, yeah. yeah. We were never, like... You know, things just wasn't it at the time. Do you know uh-huh, what I mean? Yeah, but we yeah. were still seeing each other, la, la, la. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so that happened. So Harry had told me, like, yeah, me and Rebecca... You know, I haven't been the most faithful. Me oh and Rebecca my- been doing things. Oh, my... And... I was Trash. like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and I was like, well, you're a... Mum, skip this. You're a dickhead, oh. <laughs> yeah? This shouldn't happen to me. At such a young age as well, do you know what I mean? It's Wait, just not so nice. what did he tell you they were doing? So he had just told me, apparently, he had got kicked out of his house. So He, he got w- kicked out of yeah, his house? Yeah, he got kicked out of his house. So he I didn't w- know this. The thing is, it's actually kind of cloudy in, in my head, but he yeah, apparently yeah. got kicked out of his house. So instead of coming to my house... I mean, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have said it. Not with, anyway. Listen, not with my household. There's no <laughs> <Yeah>. way. <laughs> At 16, there's no way. There's but no way. He went to, but instead of going to a friend's house, uh, he went to Rebecca's house. Uh-huh. Tell me. I'm listening. How? Tell me why. 
Why would you do that? It doesn't make sense. So then, actually, sorry, sorry to retract re, um, my statements. That had happened. He had told me he was at Rebecca's house. Then the friend had threatened him and then he had told me everything that had happened between them. So ultimately, while he was spending multiple days at her house whilst being kicked out and nights not on the couch i'm guessing how old are we how old are we at this 16 16. big man nonsense like you're a big 30 year old man he's not even that big though no (laughs) but you know what i mean Uh right so that happened and (sighs) just gonna fast forward it okay don't waste too much time on it so I had found out that... Uh-huh. I don't know whether I should drop it. <laughs> uh, basically, the time he was spending at... Rebecca's, Rebecca's house. house. Whilst being kicked out. Man got her pregnant. <laughs> he got her pregnant. <laughs> That's... And then... Plot the, twist. Plot twist. This is the, the biggest oh, wait, plot let's, twist. We were 16 as well. No, we 16, were 16, 17. So she was like, I think, a year older or something. Okay. So he was 16. Maybe 17 at the time. But I was 16. That's what uh-huh. I do remember. And he had got her pregnant. And, mate. Oh, my. Just mm. the thought of it at that age. It's just like, you're really telling me this like I'm a big, grown, 25-year-old yeah. woman. And I was 16. So what happened after this? So he told you that... He told me, tried to say, oh, don't worry, I'm going to work it out. I'm going to make sure that we can get through this. Don't worry, Grace. We're going to get through this. I said to myself... But I cried a little bit. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. But I said to myself, there's no way. Like, we can't move on from this yeah, because no. now there's a whole child involved. Uh-huh. I don't want to be a part of this. I wanted to work out with, with you me. Well. There's no way. My mum didn't raise no idiot. Uh-huh. Like, no. And I just uh-huh. want to say thank you, Aunt Jack. Thanks, Mum. Thanks, Granny, for all the support that you gave me at the uh-huh. time because it was not easy. Like, no. it's not easy for anyone young to go through such things, which is mm. why I say that youngsters just need to try not to get themselves involved mm-hmm. in such events because it's not yeah. pleasant. It's not a nice feeling. But yeah, now we fast forward to 2021. I think that's the story done. Plot twist over. Yeah. I reckon that the person has maybe messaged me once or twice, but we ain't going to talk about <laughs> that. <laughs> Don't come running back. <laughs> as they all do. As they all do. But no hard feelings, love. It's all right. We move on. Enjoy your life. I uh-huh. wish you well. You know, I appreciate the experiences that you put me through because I ain't ever going to be taken for a uh-uh. dickhead ever again. Preach it, sister. Tell him. But that's my story. And yeah, it's a bad personal experience. Yeah. At the age of 16. You know, what? all that all that stuff that happened back then definitely molded us. It shapes you, of it course. It shapes the person you, you are You see now. the red flags. You see the... Well, you don't always see the red flags. I mean, you see them, but... But, yeah. You see them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It shapes you. You ain't ever going to go through that again. You, you, I experienced it at the time I experienced it you build strength within your emotions like you know yourself mm-hmm. you don't have to rely on another person mm-hmm. just so they can treat you like you do it ain't gonna happen yeah well that's my story I don't wanna waffle on for too much more and next week guys what? we'll be back with your personal stories <laughs> cause you know we actually haven't read through them yet we haven't so it's so... gonna be I mean, Grace has, Grace has taken a bit of a sneak peek, and I've told her At not to. At a couple. To. At a couple. And her reaction has been... I, we didn't expect any of this. We didn't honest. expect the amount of messages that we got back. Yeah. So once again, we really appreciate it. But next week, it's going to get real juicy. <laughs> so...
So, and we also want to introduce a segment that we're always going to do at the end of every episode. So we're always going to say our song of the week. Yes. So, Amber, what's your song of the week for this week? I got some cruel intentions. <laughs> Excuse my bad voice. <laughs> so, what is that called? Cruel intentions. Bye. It's either JMSN or Jameson. And yeah, J- it's, it's spelled J M S N. Yeah, and Snow Allegra. Featuring Snow Allegra. Yeah. Shout out to Ella for showing me that song. <laughs> of course, and thanks, Abba, for showing me that song. <laughs> also, it's a good Valentine's Day. Sometimes. It is, and Valentine's Day is coming up, guys. Well, to be fair, it would have passed. So, yeah. Valentine's it's, it's just a good vibe. Yeah, exactly. Good vibe. And my song for the week is My Love. Do you ever dream of? And that song is Candy Rain by Soul For Real. Wait, wait. So, guys, we hope you enjoyed the episode and we'll see you on the next one. Love you lots. You tuned in with Midnight Truth.